Good morning and welcome to Morning Prayer on Saturday the 22nd of August. We have reached the weekend, Scott. Mm. Hurrah. Indeed. Okay, so busy weekend at St Mary's. On Sunday, if you go to the What's On page, it will also be on the latest resources and podcasts a week commencing the 23rd of August. But at the moment, if you go to the What's On page, there's the invitation to Sunday's 10 o'clock communion service. That is blended worship, which means that you can join us in church at 10 o'clock in person. Um, obviously, wearing a mask if you are at all able to do that, or you can join us on Zoom, or you can join us on Zoom but dialing in as well. Or failing that, you can then re-watch the whole thing on YouTube afterwards. Talking of YouTube, it is, of course, today Martin and Anna's wedding at four o'clock. Because of the current situation with the virus and everything like that, it is a very private wedding. However, they have really kindly said we can stream their wedding live on our YouTube account. Now, we do realise that to find the YouTube account is a little bit tricky sometimes. So, on the What's On page, there is a, a article called Martin and Anna's Wedding Live. On there, at about 10 to 4, the link will go on. If you can't see the link, refresh the page a couple of times until it comes up. Then literally click on the link and that will take you to the YouTube account and the service as well. Just make sure you get your volume up and all those usual things. So that is what is happening at St Mary's over the weekend. And if it doesn't work, it'll be there for a it'll couple there, of days yeah, to watch. Absolutely. Relax. So fear not. Um, the main thing is just to keep them in our prayers and to wish them all the best today and then obviously in their married life, which is just so very exciting. Um, apart from Martin and Anna's wedding, life does continue as normal. So there's all the usual things. Uh, church is open for private prayer, although as the afternoon goes on, it would be best not to be around church just for social distancing and space and everything like that. Um, and... All the resources from last weekend are on the website, all those things as well. So, Scott, I think we are good to say morning prayer on this Saturday morning. So we thank God for this weekend. We think and pray for those who've been up early this morning, those working last night on our behalf, those setting up market stalls, those serving in the town today. And we worship together, pray for them and ourselves for this day and this weekend. O Lord, open our lips. And our mouths shall proclaim your praise. O God, you are my God. Eagerly, I seek you. My soul is athirst for you. My flesh also faints for you, as in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. So would I gaze upon you in your holy place, that I might behold your power and your glory. Your loving kindness is better than life itself, and so my lips shall praise you. I will bless you as long as I live, and lift up my hands in your name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips when I remember you on my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night. For you have been my helper, and under the shadow of your wings will I rejoice. 
my soul clings to you. Your right hand shall hold me fast. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be for ever. Amen. The night has passed and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. We have Psalm 76. The Lord has made fast his throne for judgment. In Judah, God is known. His name is great in Israel. At Salem is his tabernacle and his dwelling place in Zion. There broke he the flashing arrows of the bow, the shield, the sword and the weapons of war. In the light of splendour you appeared glorious from the eternal mountains. The boastful were plundered, they have slept their sleep. None of the warriors can lift their hand. At your rebuke, O God of Jacob, both horse and chariot fell stunned. Terrible are you in majesty who can stand before your face when you are angry. You caused your judgment to be heard from heaven. The earth trembled and was still. And God arose to judgment to save all the meek upon earth. You crushed the wrath of the peoples and bridled the wrathful remnant. Make a vow to the Lord your God and keep it. Let all who are round about him bring gifts to him that is worthy to be feared. He breaks down the spirit of princes and strikes terror in the kings of the earth. The Lord has made fast his throne for judgment. Majestic and gracious God, more awesome than the agents of war, more powerful than the wrath of nations, restrain the violence of the peoples and draw the despised of the earth into the joyful life of your kingdom, where you live and reign forever and ever. The second psalm is Psalm 79. Is it a happy one? Well, a lot of the psalms in the 70s seem to be quite gloomy. Why? I don't know. Like tiny novel gloomy stuff. Here's Psalm 79. <laughs> Help us, O God of our salvation, for the glory of your name. O God, the heathen have come into your heritage. Your holy temple have they defiled and made Jerusalem a heap of stones. The dead bodies of your servants they have given to be food for the birds of the air, and the flesh of your faithful to the beasts of the field. Their blood have they shed like water on every side of Jerusalem, and there was no one to bury them. We have become the taunt of our neighbours, the scorn and derision of those that are round about us. Lord, how long? How long will you be angry forever? How long will your jealous fury blaze like fire? 
Pour out your wrath upon the nations that have not known you, and upon the kingdoms that have not called upon your name. For they have devoured Jacob, and laid waste his dwelling place. Remember not against us our former sins. Let your compassion make haste to meet us, for we are brought very low. Help us. O God of our salvation, for the glory of your name, deliver us and wipe away our sins for your name's sake. Why should the heathen say, where is now their God? Let vengeance for your servant's blood that is shed be known among the nations in our sight. Let the sorrowful sighing of the prisoners come before you and by your mighty arm preserve those who are condemned to die. May the taunts with which our neighbours taunted you, Lord, return sevenfold into their bosom. But we that are your people and the sheep of your pasture will give you thanks forever and tell of your praise from generation to generation. Help us, O God of our salvation, for the glory of your name. When faith is scorned and love grows cold, then, God of hosts, rebuild your church on lives of thankfulness and patient prayer and loving service. Through Christ, your eternal Son. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. Go on then. Is 2 Samuel 2 going to be any happier? Well, we maybe turned the corner last night. <laughs> Go for it. 2 Samuel 2. After this, David inquired of the Lord, Shall I go up into any of the cities of Judah? The Lord said to him, Go up. David said, To which shall I go up to? He said, To Hebron. So David went up there along with his two wives, Ahinoam of Jezreel and Abigail, the widow of Nabal of Carmel. David brought up the men who were with him, every one with his household, and they settled in the town of Hebron. Then the people of Judah came, and there they anointed David king over the house of Judah. When they told David it was the people of Jabesh-Gilead who buried Saul, David sent messengers to the people of Jabesh-Gilead and said to them, May you be blessed by the Lord, because you showed this loyalty to Saul, your Lord, and buried him. Now may the Lord show steadfast love and faithfulness to you. And I too will reward you, because you have done this thing. Therefore, let your hands be strong and be valiant, for Saul, your Lord, is dead, and the house of Jacob has an, of Judah has anointed me king over them. 
but Abner, son of Ner, commander of Saul's army, had taken Ishbael, son of Saul, and brought him over to Mahanaim. He made him king over Gilead, the Asherites, Jezreel, Ephraim, Benjamin, and over all Israel. Ishbal, Saul's son, was 40 years old when he began to reign over Israel, and he reigned for two years. But the house of Judah followed David. The time that David was king in Hebron over the house of Judah was seven years and six months. Thus says our God, I will comfort you. You shall see, and your heart shall rejoice. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her, all you who love her, says the Lord. Rejoice with her in joy, all you who mourn over her. That you may drink deeply with delight from her consoling breast. For thus says our God, you shall be nursed and carried on her arm. As a mother comforts her children, so will I comfort you. You shall see, and your heart shall rejoice. You shall flourish like the grass of the fields. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Thus says our God, I will comfort you. You shall see, and your heart shall rejoice. Go on then. Is it going to be happy? Mm. <laughs> Acts chapter 5. What is this run of misery? Mm. When they had brought Peter and John, they had them stand before the council. The high priest questioned them, saying, We gave you strict orders not to teach in this name. Yet here you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching, and you are determined to bring this man's blood on us. But Peter and the apostles answered, We must obey God, rather than any human authority. The God of our ancestors raised up Jesus, whom you had killed, by hanging him on a tree. God exalted him at his right hand as leader and as saviour, so that he might give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are witnesses to these things. And so is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. When they heard this, they were enraged and wanted to kill them. But a Pharisee in the council named Gamaliel, Gamaliel, a teacher of the law, respected by all the people, stood up and ordered the men to be put outside for a short time. Then Gamaliel said to them, Fellow Israelites, consider carefully what you propose to do to these men. Just remember, some time ago, Theodos rose up, claiming to be somebody, and a number of men, about 400, joined him. But remember that he was killed, and all who followed him 
were dispersed and they disappeared. Remember also after him, Judas the Galilean rose up at the time of the census and got people to follow him. He also perished and all who followed him were scattered and disappeared. So in this present case, <clears throat> I advise you, keep away from these men and let them alone. Because if this plan or this undertaking is of human origin, it will also fail. But if it is of God, you will not be able to overthrow them. In that case, you may be even found fighting against God. They were convinced by him. And when they had called in the apostles, they had them flogged. Then they ordered them not to speak in the name of Jesus and then let them go. As they left the council, they rejoiced that they were considered, considered worthy to suffer dishonor for the sake of the name of Jesus. And every day in the temple and at home, they did not cease to teach and proclaim Jesus as the Messiah. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Your salvation is near to those who fear you, that glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth have met mm. together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. That glory may dwell in our land. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Your salvation is near to those who fear you that glory may dwell in our land. Shine on us, O God, who dwell in darkness, and guide us into the way of peace. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Shine on us, O God, who dwell in darkness, and guide us into the way of peace. So, a time of prayer. And we bring in prayer some 
time, some reflection on the readings from this morning and recent readings. The Psalms we have read of great sorrow and anguish, reflecting that they may have been written by David in his time being chased and hunted and persecuted in the time that we've heard in our readings from 1 Samuel. And we pray for those today whose lives are lived with heavy burdens. Sometimes invisible threats of depression and mental illness. Sometimes from stress caused by things today, sometimes by anxieties and wounds of things in the past. We pray for those who are scared of their physical well-being and for their families because of threats made by others, for those living in places of war and conflict and persecution, where there is little chance of escape and immediate relief. We, in prayer, wish for the better world that you long yourself for your creation. We long for that time when mercy and truth meet together, two different concepts which are so difficult both to be true, mercy, but also truth. We long for that time in prayer when there is righteousness, but also peace. For a world in which there is justice, that there is work to repair damage caused by sin, by hatred, by selfishness, but also mercy and peace. We pray for those communities that have seen much war, but are now striving for peace, that they may build and grow, and bonds of peace and love may strengthen. We pray for households in which arguments have been common, that there is more patience and kindness. We pray for young people caught up in divisions between adults. That they may have a greater wisdom. In this our country, in this week and last week, we pray for young people with exam results. We pray for those still working out what the next stage is. 
and for those who have been on the wrong side of events in terms of grades and university places as they work out how to respond what is the best route for them and for those advising them and for those in universities and schools and colleges still mopping up bits and pieces and we pray for schools also as they prepare for full opening for the schools already open in scotland for all our society as we nervously strive to be as open and busy as we can be that the systems and procedures put in place are effective that people are kept safe that cases of coronavirus do not rise we pray for those monitoring we pray for those treating we pray for our surgeries and hospitals and care homes and we pray for all who are ill in body mind or spirit at this time and we pray for those who grieve we pray for our church family we pray for growing bonds of love even when many of us are still separate and we pray for an everlasting bond of love growing between martin and anna as they get married later today we pray for bishop john as he presides and we pray for all our worship as a church all our prayer and we bring our prayers spoken and unspoken the prayers of our church to the lord our god at the beginning of this day let your merciful ears O lord be open to the prayers of your humble servants that they may obtain their petitions make them to ask such things as shall please you through jesus christ your son our lord who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the holy spirit one god now and forever amen and so on this saturday wherever we are and whatever our day holds or what we think it may hold let us pray with confidence as our saviour has taught us our, our father, father who, who art, art in heaven, heaven hallowed be thy name, name. Thy, thy kingdom come, come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but, but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom the power <laughs> and the glory forever and ever amen <laughs> i'm so sorry he made me laugh and that's really mean still god likes to laugh Gillian always yawns in the Lord's Prayer. Note. I don't mean to, and we promise we wouldn't. <laughs> the Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. Mm -hmm.